before we get into the actual shear, just a very cute story about the, about the topic of the shear. The, the letters on, on the cups oh, yeah. were part of a game that we did. Oh, yeah. It was, we had, uh, so, I didn't so. know there was a Shimon in there where somebody put their name on it. Right. Um, so the topic listed on the, on the chart was Hanukkah, which would be somewhat logical to do a topic of Hanukkah the day after Hanukkah. Um, so I see this as, I, you know, I, get, I gave it to the office, I typed it up, and I gave it to the office, and they made it into this flyer, etc. Do I remember what I gave it to them in, in July? You know, maybe I made a mistake in the math, etc. Whatever, I got it was day off. Anyway, it's okay, it's like, I'm not going to do Hanukkah, I'm going to find a different topic, I'm gonna, you know, we'll have to change, send it out, etc. So I go back to my list, of, so I said, oh, I'll do Tulus Adera. Tulus Adera is a good topic, the, the traveling, you know, Tulus Adera, don't. So I seem to recall I did that before. So I go and look at my list of what I've you know, done. So I open a partial of Rayigash, and I see I have for this year Hanufa, not Hanukkah, with a Chav, with a Pei. Now, Pei and a Chav don't look very different. Right. So um, the, the office decided to do me a favor and correct it. I mean, my obviously mistake that I wrote Hanufa uh, into Hanukkah. Well, I didn't appreciate the fact that they changed my uh, word Hanufa to Hanukkah because the topic is Hanufa. So let's talk about Hanufa. Okay, so what is Hanufa? Hanufa is, is an act of flattering somebody for benefit. There's a matter at the beginning of the parsha. The message beginning of Parsha Vayigash, it says, Vayigash, I love Yehuda. And he says, um, I'm going to, you shouldn't get upset. I, 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 I deal with you the same way I deal with Paro. So Rashi brings it ready, and the, 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 the Yaakov Shemani brings that there are many different explanations of what he was trying to do with that. He was coming to say, I'll destroy your master and you. Right? So it says, the one, one approach is, you're, you're like your master. You're, you're, he lies, you lie. You know, each one, one shot, he says, he says, I mean, I have, I have tremendous respect you, just like I respect your partner. Now, he didn't necessarily have tremendous respect for him, so that would be an act of flattery. He wants, he's saying something which is not true in order to get some benefit. So the matter says, was this an act of Hanifus? So the interesting matter, the says, you can do Hanifus, tell your wife she looks nice, Shalom bias. Does she actually look nice? No, no, not the end of the world. Rabbi, she have a little Torah. You're allowed to be, the, the, the matter says, you're allowed to be machtiv to your Rebbe. Rebbe, your Pshat is Gavaldic. Teach me Torah. That's how your Pshat is not good. He's like, I don't teach you. Like, you know. So you're allowed to be machtiv to your Rabbi. But um, but the person is machtiv to the Cherim, he doesn't get a Yeshua. Yehuda was not machtiv Yosef because Yehuda was compared to, to a lion. Um, Okay, so the, the, this letter says he wasn't being mouthful, which would fit with another one of the explanations of Rashi, where he wasn't saying something positive to Yosef. So, what's the discussion? So, let's just talk a little bit about this this uh, halacha of Hanifas. So, interestingly enough, we don't think about it too much. It seems to be a, um, a Musa Shmuz more than a halacha issue. Uh, but the the Chavetz Chaim. In his introduction to Sefer Chavetz Chaim, when he goes through the potential assays and loisa assays that a person can transgress, when he says Lashon Hara, so one of them he says is there's the Yisur of Chanifus, the pasuk in Parshas Maase. Um, it says, "Well, it's a Chanifus art. You shouldn't use this this idea of Chanifus, and which will cause a tumor in the land." And the Sefer Yerim says that's a mitzvah say. 
whatever we define as chanifis, with this act of, of flattering somebody improperly, is that the, a person would do that, he's going to transgress a law on the Torah. The Chavaz Chaim quotes this as well. Uh, somebody pointed out the Chavaz, the, in Mr. Brura, he seems to possibly say, not like that. So Mr. Brura and Simon Kupfman love, the Mr. Brura goes through um, goes through the person's daily his, his daily uh, endeavors. He goes through a list of potential essays, a list of essays that a person should be have to deal with, and then he goes through Midas Tavis so he goes through, the, you have to be careful, there's mitzvah hafta rechel kamaychel, there's mitzvah to love the ger, there's, there's an mitzvah to, to hate somebody, there's an mitzvah of, of nekama, then you have to be careful with the yisraelim and amonis, and he brings the, the mitzvah of the Torah, which, which goes with that as well. After he finishes all of that, he says, um, you have to be careful with litzadis and chanifis, etc. Now, he doesn't bring a positive for that. So it'll be interesting, like, why... In the Sefer Chavaz Chaim, he quotes a pasuk. Just, just like, sort of like, there's no pasuk from the Tzadis. There's, there's he lumps it together with that. So that's a question. But um, the the Ramban says it's it, it's a mitzvah. Say, sorry, it's a mitzvah. Lois say it's one it's one of the tiring mitzvahs. It's it's a, it's a Yireim, It's a, it's a Ramban. It's a smag. Um, not a smog, it's uh, a few other 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 Rishonim this is a, a positive tar, or a negative Torah commandment it's an actual Torah commandment, be careful so just to give you an idea of an example where this where comes up Moshe had a shuba. this is a very seminal shuba on the topic of Chanifas he was asked the following question so this is the 1960s so you can, you know, the flavor of the, of the world so from Shul there's a person who comes to the show regularly. His mother is, is Shemr Shabbos. He's not. Uh, he's a doctor. Does a lot of favors to the people in the community, etc. And um, he's married to a non-Jewish woman. And they're not going to give him a leave because he's not Shemr Shabbos. He's married to a non-Jewish woman. The question was, they want to know, can they give him a psicha for the Oren? Because they don't give him any type of COVID. So he's going to be insulted. He's not going to do favors to the people anymore in the community. He's very, he's a very prestigious doctor, very helpful for people. If we don't do something, we're going to potentially lose all of that, that benefit, etc. So Moshe says, this is a question of Hanifas. You're trying to give him COVID and respect because you want to get benefit out of him, even though he, as it were, was a person which you would be, it's questionable whether you should be giving him. So... He goes through a long trip about the topic of Hanifas, and this, this is where this is where the issue comes up. So the Benayarna, before going through Moshe's Chuba, the Benayarna um, in Shari Chuba, in Shari Gimel, goes through a. Uh, he says that there are four types of people which are not zayichet to meet Hashem after they pass away. Um, one of them is the people which speak Sheker one of the people who speak Lashon Hara, one of the people is people which are chanefim, that they're a chanef. So what, what are they saying? You know, listen, God can't take care of me. This guy's to take care of me, even though he does errors and Hashem doesn't like him, but I need him, so I'm to God, have him take a, day, take a walk. And I'm going to be interested in him more, than, so I'm more worried about Basar Vedam than I'm worried about God. That, that, that's what we're saying. So, um, so the Rebbe Yadah goes through he divides it up to, into nine into nine sections. Some of them are active chanifas, some of them are not. So that 
he knows a person has an avera. He says, "Don't worry, you know, it's not a, you know, what you're doing is okay." In other words, I want to get stay in his good side, so I'm going to tell him it wasn't an avera. Um, the, the the second one, the person says, he doesn't tell him it's not an avera. That, um, but he says he's a good person. You know, people ask him he's a good person. He's a good person. So people are going to now want to go and make a connection to him. When really, the proper thing to do was to stay away from a person who's doing avaris. Um, Debbie, can I just clarify that? Yeah. It's not that you're telling the person they're a good person. It's that you're telling other people that person's a good person. Um, right. That's number two. Number three is when you don't tell the people that, but you tell that person that. So you're oh. not, as it were, drawing other people into the picture. Um, so, which is a, a which is a, a potential stumbling block for them, mm-hmm. but this individual is not going to change if you keep telling him he's okay. So you're you're supporting his his rishus. That's number three. Rabbi, how's that thing with like positive reinforcement? There's like the whole mahalach today is okay. Yeah, hurting people. <laughs> we all get <laughs> well, you know, so, well, we'll we'll see a little bit. Um, if we have time, okay. <laughs> the, the the fourth one is mischaber the rush. A person the, the more talks about the yeshavit was held uh, culpable the fact that he became friendly with the, the Malik Israel. It was a Russia. So you have um, Yitzchok lost his eyesight. The matter says because he was he was he was friendly to Esav. Um, then it talks about that now there's there's people that. Um, I, I could have protested. I, I didn't say anything positive, but why didn't you stop him? I don't want to stop him because he's going to be upset if anybody stop him. So I'm scared to be Moicha because I want to get a benefit from the person. So here I am again, as it were, because of my desire to get benefit from this person, I am not doing my responsibility. So in some way, that's the Nisrub Khanifas. Um, the person, the second, the next level after that is a good chance he will listen to you anyway. So I have a good excuse, but you know, why not try? Um, if it's obvious that he won't listen, you don't, you don't have to say anything. But if it's, the point is, not sure. Um, he says the eighth level is, I know he's not going to listen, so I'm not going to say anything. So why am I staying with him? So I'm sitting beside my social service, and this guy's speaking Russian hard, right? To the bedroom, right? So I really should walk away. I shouldn't hang around them there, but I want to walk away because they're going to think I'm like a nerd. So I'm worried about what they think about me more than what a coach Baruch who's happy with. So right there, I'm, I'm, I, I can't be worried because it's not going to. I know it's not going to. But why? Why are you sticking around? That's also that's. And um, the, the last one is the Mechaber the Rishonim and Derek Shalom. I won't say anything good about them. I won't give them the, them the covered more than what the a very basic. But you have to understand the the balance when that's when that's appropriate when it's not appropriate. That that's just. That, so Russia had this question over here. Russia said, the, 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 based on the Gemara, there's, there's two Gemaras which you have to take into consideration. There's a Gemara in Saita. Gemara in Saita says... But it just interrupt for one second. I'm sorry. But yeah. saying all those fall under the ghetto of Sunnifo. All ten categories there. So, you see, he writes to say for that some of them are the bona fide Khalifas or Sheker or whatever it is. And some of them are like the Musser levels of that. Uh-huh. So it's hard to say which, which ones, you know, where you draw the line in, in that. So there's a Gemara, there's a, there's a Gemara in Saita. The Gemara in Saita says that, that the Loch is if, if, if that a, it's, it's prohibited to appoint a king over Klai Yisrael who's not, not from, a, a, from Klai Yisrael. 
Gemara says that because of the whole story with Hurdus, eventually there became a king named Agrippus. Agrippus was a was a person who was had done shuva. He kept her, he kept mitzvahs. He was the king, but he wasn't lineage-wise. He was not supposed to be a king. He didn't have the appropriate lineage. His mother was not his, his father was not Jewish, etc. So when he came to learn the halacha, he felt very bad. So the common and the generation said, your brother, don't worry, it's okay. So the word says that at that moment, they, they did an Avera, that's an Avera, what they did, of Chanifis, and uh, Kaisal was, was given a punishment because of it. So says, what was the case? So the Ben Yonis brings the case, and Ben Yonis says the case was that their life, their life was, uh, was threatened, and still they have no right to say that. Because to misrepresent the Torah, for your, for your benefit, that's such a, such a terrible avla. Even if it's a threat in your life, you're, you're required to give up your life not to do that. That's how the Red understands that. Come Okay, just take the idea of how Khamar it is. Tyson says no. If their life was threatened, it's mutters. I have a Gemara like that. There's a Gemara in the door. And the Gemara says, uh, third parak. Didn't get to it yet. There's the Gemara says over there there was a story that Ula was, was traveling together with this. Uh, this uh, Individual who was quite a uh, dangerous person, and they met somebody along the way, and the fellow took him and killed him, killed the person, and uh, ripped open the neck. You know, it's after the Morris says, and he says, Tula says, No, did I do a good job? He said, Yeah, good job. <laughs> Excuse me, you're being mocked up to the rush, right? Because you're scared of him, you're saying he did what he was, you know. You know. So, so it says, So what do you see? You see, you're not going to give up your life. His, Ula's life, you know, Ula understood that if he says, no, 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 it wasn't right, so that he's next in line. So his it it life was threatened. So, because it's the Sakana's he allowed, he allowed to say that. So he says, you see that Sakana, you know, I'm okay to, to be, there's no bearer, it overrides the bearer of, of Khanitus. Yeah, but that's not destroying Torah. Uh, okay, good. Well, everything's destroying Torah because I'm, if I say that what you did is right, I'm saying that there's nothing wrong with killing. It's also a distortion of Torah. Right? That's the problem, right? So Tosa says that um, so that if it's your life is threatened, Chedivus is mortal. So what we're talking about over here that they weren't threatened, but they wanted to stay in, on the Melech's good side because if they get the Melech gets on their, ba- their bad side, he won't you know be nice to the Jews anymore. We're worried about how he's going to play out with etc. There's no danger over here. And that's the more he's talking. About. So that's the Gemara. So that's so. So Rosh says, let's look at look at the Gemara. The more over there is. The, the, the issue over here has to be that there's a message being sent of that what you're doing is acceptable and it's not wrong, even though it is wrong. That means that we, 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 there has to be, the, the scenario always has to be, this is the Morris paradigm of the case of Khanifus, is that the person is doing something which is an Aveira, something which is against the Torah, and you're giving a message that it's okay. If, if however, I tell the person you can't get a lee in this shul because you know whatever. So, so why am I why am I being Because you are doing some things which are nice. I'm not saying that you're marrying the, 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 the. I mean, I'm saying it's okay what you did. I'm not saying that's okay. I'm saying that the fact that you've done chesed with people and you've given people you know the, the, the medical treatment for free, etc. We have a re- that's that is I mean, that's still positive. Right? So there's no there's no message over here what you're saying that the person is doing that he's that he's doing his whatever things he's doing are in, 
doing inappropriate, you're not saying they're appropriate. So there's no chanifas involved in this case in this month. So in other words, just to give him a psifa is okay, but if you were to honor him and his wife, like a shul event or something, that might be different. Right, because then you're, then you're saying that you know, this is his wife, and you're, you know, so you'd have to be careful how you play it out. But, but the point that Ramosh is saying is that the Yisra Khanif is, is only if the message is coming across that you are in some way condoning um, his, the element which he's doing which is inappropriate. So, could, so you, sorry, could you then give him an aliyah with the same understanding? No, so Ramosh has... has um, uh, he has earlier in the show. He talks about why he can't get the lead. So that, that, that that's a given. Okay. So once you have that, you know, point, it said there's no message over here at all. But where you're saying that the fact that he married this woman is appropriate. That, that's what you're saying. You're saying that that there are things that you're doing which are appropriate. So that that so that's 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 an important point that Ramosha says. So any scenario now the Rebbe Yonis is not like that. At least as a mita toiva. For sure, Bernardo says even the things which he's doing, which are appropriate, if he's doing something which is inappropriate, and he's going to say, "Well, people are just being nice to me," and they don't, you know, they're ignoring my avarus. Right? If that's the message which he's getting, that's still considered chanifus. According to Bernardo, but the Rosh is saying halacha lemaisa. That's like a mita toiva, but halacha lemaisa. That's not a problem of chanifus. So um, the applications. Nowadays, I mean, just, they become extremely difficult. You, know, you, you work with a, you have a non-Jew, you, you have a, you have a Jewish partner who's, you know, you have a Jewish coworker, you know. So you have to be very careful with what message you're giving him, vis-a-vis. Now, what's the status of people nowadays? There's a, there's a strong assumption that they're tinnitus so not doing something that they know is wrong and doing it anyway. So, you, so we're not coming with any type of complaint against the person. That, that, that they're doing a virus, but other hand, I cannot condone the action as, a, as an appropriate action because of that. So, what about if you're doing a litzar of Kirov? You know, so this is part of the process of Kirov. You have to, it's one of the things that they stress very strongly in the world of Kirov. You cannot give a message that the person is doing something right when he's doing something wrong. Right? You cannot, you know, to say that because that's, that's, that's some element of your distorting Torah. You have no right to distort Torah. There is a marshal, and this end up with the marshal. There's a marshal which has a, a, a Gemara in Babakama. Babakama said that there was um, one point in time when some of the Roman leaders became friendly with the Chachamim, and um, they would ask them questions about Torah. So Taisa deals with, with you know, teaching Torah to non-Jews. Okay, we'll leave that for a second. So they came to the, the sugya about you know the, the rules if a, a Jewish animal gores a non-Jewish animal, etc. So the rules are that a Jew to a Jew, you, the first three times he pays half damages. If a Jewish animal gores a non-Jewish animal, it pays nothing. And a non-Jewish animal gores a Jewish animal, it pays full, full, full damages. So here we have these Roman leaders asking the Jews, so what's the law in this case? Ah, like, uh, you pay full damages. Jew to Jew, not half damages. You lost, butter. So they're very nervous, right? So Morris says that, um, that if they would have said the, the wrong answer, they would have been deserved to be killed. So the marshal says, because distorting Torah, directly distorting Torah, is something you have to have a key of a mysterious nefesh for. That's shot in the morning. So we're seeing over here it's even more, because they were directly saying, they would say the, the distortion of Torah. Um, I once saw a tumor from somebody where like, he made a sock of Hector, and many, many people ganged up against him and held that he was wrong. So he wrote a chuba and he says, you know, it's very, very easy for me to come along and say, you know what, you're all right. 
says, but that's the story Torah. I believe what I'm saying is true that it's mutter. So I just give in because it's, it just makes my life more, more convenient and comfortable. I'd be mamashing over this avera. I'm distorting the, what I believe Torah is. I have no, I have no right. Mashal says you have no right to do that if you do it to the point that you're equipped too much an effort for that. So if I believe it's mutter, and that, that's what the Torah means. It's mutter. I got to say that. And I don't explain to you why I believe it's mutter. But that's his introduction, you know. But he's sort of like, you know, like why don't you just, why don't you just like make life easier for Klai Yisrael and stop fighting, let it, accept all the psak of the of everybody else, may say that it's us. Says I don't show you. It's not an option. You can't do that. You're not allowed, you're not allowed to destroy Torah for, for, for any type of benefit. Okay. Well,